two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tech Talks. I'm Victor, and I'm here with Julie. And today we have the Apple press conference that just went down, uh, talking about all the latest uh, tech stuff that Apple is going to be coming out with. Um, mostly today, it's going to be uh, primarily their phone and their uh, um, like mobile devices, less of their laptops and desktops. They usually have that for the uh, for a different conference. They give a date for the release of that phone. The phone, yep, they have release dates. Everything is within the month, actually. Wow. Okay. So it's uh, pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon, and uh, there's some pretty cool things. Uh, so we are actually I have it all set up here, and uh, right now I can have that that has this running. Um, so starting off, uh, Apple starts off with the uh, App Store actually, and uh, the App Store they. Uh, are coming out with this new feature, the Apple Arcade. We talked about this a few months ago. Uh, the Apple Arcade is going to be like a singular uh, library that you pay a monthly subscription for. Essentially like Netflix, but for video games. You play a monthly subscription, and then you have this access to this library of games. And it's uh, they ha they're going to be they announced some exclusive titles uh, from like Konami and from Capcom. Uh, and they are also talking about what was it? Oh yeah, and uh, the uh, essentially, like we discussed before, it's kind of to circumvent that whole people on the App Store only want to get free apps. They don't want to pay for apps, and when people make a, take a long time to or take a lot of time and effort to make video games, they often want don't want to put a free app on the market that they want to like you know the regular video game system you pay money you get the game um and this is kind of like the, the compromise there and uh called apple arcade um they announced that the pricing is going to be 4.99 per month for the whole family plan oh, okay that's not too bad i wonder how many um can how many either accounts within a family or do you know how many can be I, listening at a time if that's the limit um depending or i don't know much about the apple ecosystem so i'm not sure how big the family plan can include i would hazard a guess that it's going to be around five four? five devices oh, okay usually family plans are five yeah Four to five, um, sometimes like Nintendo has I think up to eight for their family plan. I think Hulu's like four screens. Four screens, yeah. And Disney's gonna be four screens. So uh yeah, that somewhere in there is the, the probably gonna be the family plan. Um but I and I'm sure if you were we were in the Apple ecosystem we probably would know because we might have a family this plan is set probably up already. True. Um at any rate, but yeah, they had that some... does sound interesting. And so Konami, is that a big gamer name? Uh, Konami, actually, you probably uh, heard of Konami from me about uh, the uh, PT trailer. Yeah. And uh, I the think Konami I that. and Kojima, Hideo Kojima. And uh, yeah, we played the PT. Uh, Konami was the company that Hideo Kojima worked for before he got fired. 
and uh then he 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 made games like metal gear solid and uh he was going to make the new um uh the new silent hill game which everybody is anticipating which the playable trailer was was yeah yeah and uh it didn't happen it didn't happen and now they have Mm -hmm. the death stranding game coming from him from okay and frogger frogger yep so they uh had like a little preview here of uh the frogger game that they had going Mm. um simple a little fun little game i see uh looks pretty good and then they had another uh game that they were uh mentioning uh oh yeah into this uh underwater kind of uh, game. Oh, I do remember seeing that on the screen with the, it looked like astronauts, but maybe octonauts or... Yeah, it's like you're the last survivor. It looks huh. cool, though. The, like, the graphics, the, 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 the it looks uh, pretty cool. The games look like quality games that you'd be getting for, like, they look like $5 games, like, a, if you could pay for them. You know, this is, I don't know if this is at all true. This is my impression. Mm-hmm. That Google, um, and Android people, computer people that are not Apple tend to be more gamer types. Apples aren't really used for gaming, so the people that would likely do Apple Arcade, like that. Yeah, I, I think there's um, a lot of there's a lot of gamers that play use Apple devices. There's a lot of non-gamers that use uh, Apple devices, but uh, there's a very big audience of mobile gamers that um Mobile, kind of oh, yeah. yeah that kind of span the the spectrum of gamers and non-gamers alike and uh it, i think mobile gamers is actually the biggest audience of gamers by number yeah and they did show the one game on the tablet which is sort of a mobile device yeah they they're yeah. showing it on the tablet because the new ipad which they announced later is like a better processor and things like that but these are be phone games just as well okay um Next up was Apple TV. Into the depths. And Apple TV, um, they actually... So Apple TV, uh, they announced that it's going to be launching November 1st in 100 plus countries. Uh, actually, they didn't. Oh, uh, the Apple Arcade's coming September nineteenth, um, where they're gonna get most of the games in one hundred and fifty countries. Uh, Apple TV, uh, that's gonna be their streaming service that they have going. That they're gonna have exclusive titles like The Morning Show with Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. Um, they have uh, Dickinson with Haley Steinfeld, like a young Emily Dickinson kind of uh, story. And then they have this, what we're going to be seeing a trailer for is a show called C with uh, Jason Mimosa, who's uh, Aquaman, um, where about like a civilization that like all of humanity went blind. And uh, now it's like they're back to like these tribal times. (laughs) And uh, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. And uh, this is the trailer for. That, that that I thought was pretty cool. Centuries from now, almost all humans have lost the ability to see. 
Some say sight was taken from them by God to heal the earth. For the few who remain, vision is only a myth. But after so, so many years, the power of sight has returned. What is it? Something's different. The children, they have the ability to see. My children, they have power that we would call magical or evil. We must protect them. For centuries, we feared this day would come. The evil of light once almost destroyed the world. And now it has returned. Find the children who can see. And bring some to me. So it's uh, them being hunted. Children that can see being hunted. And it looks really cool. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the 100. Hmm. Um, where you have like this group of people trying to just survive against and uh you know just be alive and uh the whole idea of you know everybody being blind is pretty uh pretty unique but that's uh, the kind of uh shows that will be coming to apple tv which they like it's pretty premium kind of shows and uh, that also is going to be launching at uh, $4.99 per month for the family plan. All right. So for, for about $10 a month, you could get both if you were in the Apple ecosystem. That doesn't seem too unreasonable. Mm -hmm. They also said that if you buy like a new Apple product, like a, a um, new device that, that you actually, are, they're going to be equipped most of the Apple products with one year of free YouTube TV, or not YouTube, oh. uh, Apple TV. Oh, okay. Uh, next up was uh, the iPads. Uh, iPad, basically, they're just revamping the iPad. Um, they announced the, the iPad OS, which has, it makes a lot of features uh, more accessible. It's essentially the, Android, the Apple iOS system for the phones, but they have extra features for the iPad. Um, because of the bigger screen, um, they have the A10 chip in there, which is a powerful mobile processing chip. Um, Apple, we, we'll actually get more into it right uh, in, a, in a little bit here, but Apple's chips for their CPUs and GPUs, the central processing unit and the graphics processing unit, um, they build themselves. And uh, they are able to make it very efficient for their mobile devices. And uh, unlike most Android, where they have uh, the Qualcomm making their chips uh, kind of a generic chipset of the Snapdragon series, that's most uh, devices are using that chipset series. So Qualcomm is the company? Qualcomm is the company making the manufacturing the chips, the, the Snapdragon chips. Um, while Apple, I don't know if Qualcomm actually makes them. I think, like, Apple's designing them. Um, they are be manufacturing them, but I don't know. I don't think Apple themselves mm. is the manufacturer. I think they probably have a contractor manufacturing the chips themselves. But they design them. They have the architects. 
uh, one of the architects comes on a later bit. But the because they are not just using generic chips, um, it's actually quite fascinating to see like all the what they you do to the chips to make them better and, and make them uh, far more efficient for mobile. And uh, so right now, this is going to have the A10 chip in the new iPad seventh generation. So is A10 in like is that the the same title as a Snapdragon title? Um, so the eight, yeah, right now the eight ten. I don't know um, the performance, like what performance Snapdragon is equal to the eight ten. Um, but it's but the same kind. Right now, the uh, I think our phones are uh, gal uh, the are not galaxies are um, pixels. Pixels. They have like the Snapdragon either seven hundred or eight hundred series. Hmm. Um, a processor is used. Processor, yeah. It, the processor slash GPU, it's all one unit in there. Hmm. Um, and uh, the Apple iOS, or A10, would be just like the Snapdragon 700. But I don't know exactly what generation of Snapdragon is its equivalent, because um, you'd have to look at the, how, the processing power of each one of them. Interesting. Um, but they, yeah, they have... Uh, um, they're adding uh, Smart Connect. The the seventh generation iPad is going to be a 10.2 inch display. Uh, the keyboard, the Smart Connect uh, system, which allows for uh, easier access to keyboards. Um, they, they, I guess they're going to be launching a keyboard with Bluetooth. Uh, instead of blue, it, it, I I don't know if it uses Bluetooth. I'm pretty sure it does, but it's really the connection system that's unique, right? With Apple. If you want to pair anything to an Apple device, instead of going through the Bluetooth system, all you do is you tap it to the phone, and then it pairs. So it's like a near field. It's a near field for the connection, but then once the connection is set, then it's it, wireless I think it's arranged. Bluetooth. Yeah, it's like I think it uses Bluetooth, but it uses like that near field in order to create the connection instead hmm. of having to like search for it on Bluetooth. You just tap them together. That could be. That would be kind of nice because. Waiting for Bluetooth connect, and sometimes it has difficulty. Yeah, it it automatically links it just by like tapping them. Hmm. Um, that is together. convenient. Yeah, it's uh, then uh, same thing with uh, or so the, it looks like they're adding that Smart Connect feature, and they're coming out with a keyboard for it. Uh, there's uh, multitasking um, in the operating system, the iPad OS, like uh, they have the slide over keyboard that you just see right there, where you if you can bring the whole keyboard over to one side, so you can use it one-handed very useful um the uh oh the slide over system where we which was shown earlier where you have multiple apps and if you just slide on the side of the uh, ipad it will actually open up like all of your previous apps so that you can and then you can even uh, have like a half app on one side half app on another side just regular multitasking things but they just made it easier for the ipad um, they, there's also a pencil that is going to be coming with it, or not coming with it, but a pencil that is an optional thing that you can get. Um, new editing tools, new web tools. Uh, they say it's going to weighs about one pound, and wow. it's going to be made out of 100% recycled aluminum. And it starts at uh, 329. Doesn't. And uh, for education. Uh, Customers, they said it starts at two ninety nine. That's, I mean, 
a lot, but that doesn't. No, it's not too terrible. I haven't bought a lot of reference, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, iPads are usually pretty expensive, so it's uh, it's uh, pretty interesting. Um, so the Apple Watch actually they started off um on a real emotional note, and uh, I thought you might like this though oh, because kind of um uh you'll see. Dear Mr. Cook. Dear Apple. Dear Tim. 2tcook at apple.com. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Hey, good morning. Nice to meet you. Okay, hello. <laughs> so, the run began as usual. I was 32 weeks pregnant. Getting ready to go to bed. The next morning I'd have notifications on my watch and my phone saying, your heart rate is elevated. And I was like, huh. Oh, that's strange. And I run my EKG and it says 220 beats. And I'm like, something's not right. I told my husband, like, we need to go. He was like, well, I'm in the middle of cutting grass. I'm like, we need to go. And then suddenly I woke up to EMTs. Oh, this is my husband, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> He's going out to cut the grass. When I fell, it automatically called 911, and then it calls my wife. When I think about what happened, and what could have happened. Once we got to the hospital, they realized it was some sort of infection. My heart rate was spiking, and it was causing the baby's heart rate to get lower and lower. So, emergency C-section, and she was born. Had I not had surgery, it estimated that I would have had a heart attack within less than 12 months. I mean, like, I'm like, yeah, I have goosebumps. I don't know if you can see them through, like, the camera. It's crazy. It's not something you think of your watch Ugh. saving your life. Can you wave hi? Just for that last You're one, right. for that anybody listening, good. it was uh, a guy using sign language um, saying that the watch notifies him uh, when his son gets up, up and starts crying and things like that, and he's not able to hear it. That was a nice one, that um, showing how the watch has been helpful for I like that. Yeah, and uh, they they actually um, talked about their uh, health research, um, where they are going. They did a heart study um, to help make sure that the device is able to detect irregular heart rates and things like that. Um, they they did this whole big study, and there's actually going to be uh, more studies that they're going to be using through the uh, Apple um, research app. And uh, so if you have Apple devices and you want to participate, they have um, an Apple hearing study that they're going to be um, working with. And they're also part, they're partnering all these studies with uh, like universities and health organizations um, to, to make sure that they do, you know, they get the data and they That's, that do is really nice. Good. That's really good. Um, there's going to be a woman's health study uh, when it comes to their cycles. Um, and then there's also going to be a heart and, another heart and movement study 
um, that they're going to be working on. So I thought, like, that's really cool. You being able to crowdsource that kind of information, that's a very good use for this technology that that's going to be on everybody anyways, right? Apple, you're doing good things. <laughs> um, then they announced that their, their new uh, Apple Watch, um, the Series 5 Apple Watch. We'll just have this going time. Um, oh. Uh, they are prior the Apple Watch Gen 5 series um, that's going to have an always-on display uh, instead of that you know usual watches they have been turning off the display to save battery but now with the always-on display uh, it, they also still promise that it's going to have an 18-hour battery life is it going to do the thing where the pixels aren't lit up so it's not an OLED. Huh. Um, what they said. What they said that they're doing is they're using this uh, um, low temp dynamic display and light sensor. Uh, it's essentially what it's going to do is it's going to be using sensors to figure out the refresh rate of the watch. So if um, you if it senses that it's not being like it's not in you know the adequate. Uh, like you're looking at it kind of thing then it still will have the display and you can see the time even if you're looking at it from a different angle or something like that um but uh the, the refresh rate just will be really low so that you don't need like it's not wasting extra energy that makes sense um yeah i i thought that's a good way to go around it because oled um, are the only panels of, that, I, that can do that system where it just turns off pixels. But I don't know if they can make those small enough at this mm. moment. Hmm. Um, they okay. are flexible, though, because you can... Uh, OLEDs are bendable. So you can, you can work that way. But I don't know if you can make it that small still. The... Uh, um, always on display that they're adding a compass, um, fall detection, uh, the, there's going to be uh, better emergency detection, uh, international calling for emergency numbers added. Uh, they also say it's going to be 100% recycled aluminum, and uh, there's going to be a new titanium model and a ceramic model. Hmm. Um, there's also going to be a stainless steel model for like uh, the, like this fashion brand. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, standard GPS model is three ninety nine, and a cellular model is four ninety nine, and they're coming out in September twentieth. And then they also said that the Series three models are actually going to drop down to one ninety nine. So they're going to still be outputting them, but just if you want a cheaper model, you can get the Series three version. And then they get to the big event, which is the iPhones. And uh, the iPhones, when they announce those, uh, they or the first one is the iPhone 11. Bigger here. And the iPhone 11 was announced. Uh, it's going to be aluminum and glass design. They said the glass back is actually just one solid piece of glass. Uh, that's that's like form factored. 
and uh the yeah uh it's coming out in six different colors instead of just the red black and sometimes red um, they're going to, uh, it's going to have a 6.1 liquid retina display. I don't know what that means. It's just, retina display is their high quality display system. Uh, I think they're all LED displays. I just think they're, they're just not calling them OLEDs. Mm. Um, but I think they're, they are OLEDs. Uh, they, they, I'll talk about the contrast ratio and everything like that too. Um, the Dolby they uses Dolby sound virtualization technology for the sound system to make it sound good. Um, but the biggest thing that they talked about was the camera. The uh, there's going to be a dual camera on the back of iPhones now. There's going to be a 12 megapixel wide camera, which is their standard back camera. Uh, there's going to be a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera. And uh, they're gonna they're adding better image processing to it. Uh, they're going to um, their image processing is gonna allow for mono shots like black and white shots that um, look like studio black and white shots. They're also adding a night mode to it. Hmm. And uh, what I found interesting is both cameras are gonna be able to record at 4K 60 FPS. And they uh, both will do slow-mo time-lapse. Um, both have the slow-mo and time-lapse systems. And you're able to uh, use both of them while recording the same video. right? So you can switch between the, cap the uh, cameras seamlessly. Um, they also had this cool feature, which I thought um, was really nice, which is the quick, quick take um, feature, which is if you're taking a picture but then you want to take a video, Instead of switching to the video app or the video version of the app, you just hold the picture button and it'll start taking video. That is that is clever, handy seeming. Yeah. Uh, 12 megapixel front facing camera that also does 4K 60 FPS and uh, does slow mo as well for the front camera. Who are those? The six colors, I take it? Yeah. I like the blue one myself. Blue one does look really Blue, nice. Blue, black, red, goldish, and what is that? Slate and white, or gray and white? Yeah. Um, it's not slate. It's a very light gray. That, yeah. Is that the steel one? Steel, or uh, I can't remember what they what they call it. Um, they also said that this is going to have the A13 chip in there. What? Oh, that's the, like that's their newest chip. For the processor. Yeah, that's their newest processor chip. And uh, they talk more about it, but they just say that it's like the fastest CPU and fastest GPU of all smartphones. What is GPU? Graphics processing. Oh. I think if we go a little bit ahead here. The GPU is graphics processing unit. CPU is? Um, is central processing. Of course. Uh, huh. I'm not sure I can find. But uh, then we, if we move on. And so that's the fastest CPU in a That's what they're claiming. And uh, I don't, like, it, there's, there's still, like, layers between, like, just because it might be on paper the fastest, once you put it in an operating system, 
does that operating system actually run as fast? Like, is it does oh, that can it actually? Yeah, does it still capacity? open apps as fast as this one? So even though even if on paper it is the fastest, it's like one it you have to uh, see it in the phone, compare it next to uh, phone next to phone, say like, all right, if I open up these apps, which one opens up faster? Kind of system. So we we'll see, but uh, I mean. It, Apple's system used to be pretty lightweight. Now it's now it is a bit heavier of a system. Um, so we'll see how much ta how much taxing just the, the operating system is on the Apple machine. Um, but yeah, they're going through examples right now of the photos the cameras can do. And uh, once we get to iPhone. 11 Pro model. That's where uh, things get, uh, like, that's where it gets a lot more detail. What kind of specs of this Pro? Yeah, the specs of this Pro phone. It is going to be a stainless steel um, instead of a aluminum build, right? I believe that was what this one said there was. Uh, yeah, this is aluminum glass, and then this is going to be stainless steel glass. Um, so just make it more resilient. Uh, new colors that they they're coming out with this kind of like uh, uh, this kind of matte off color look to them. Um, the, there's going to be two sizes of them. There's going to be a 5.8 and a 6.5 for the iPhone 11 Pro Max. A long name. Mm -hmm. There's uh, the, they're going to have OLED panels. They're going, they're also going to have the uh, audio sound, the Dolby audio sound system. And uh, they're calling it the Super Retina XDR system for their new screen. Um, the performance, this is where, uh, they brought out uh, Sri, uh, who is the yeah a VP of engineering, uh, oh. of sil uh, silicone engineering, oh. and uh, he talks about the A13 Bionic chip that they're gonna that they're using, and the way they build the chips in the the system and why it's faster. So the chips are gonna have a dedicated machine learning built in. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my eyes. Itching and I don't know why. Sorry. It's gonna have machine build learning built into this uh, processor to help figure out when, like, uh, when it should be using systems and when it shouldn't be using systems to make it more efficient. Efficiency. Um, it's gonna have like it's gonna have a lower power design by having smaller. This is this is basically what I'm getting out of it, because it was pretty technical. I don't know, like it wasn't that technical, but it was kind of technical. So from what I'm understanding, smaller transistors, seven nanometers is what they're saying. There's gonna be 8.5 billion transistors in a chip. Sounds like a whole lot <laughs> to me, but I don't know relative to what. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, that their architecture is gonna design, all of it's put together to build a efficient CPU. Um, and it only powers like needed processes 
Efficiency is good. Yeah. Uh, the battery, they say on the Pro models, are going to add an extra four hours of battery than your average iPhone battery. Um, five hours for the Max. But you don't mean like the Pro Max is nine hours more, like four for the Pro, right, the Pro and, and five, five for, for the, the Max. max. Yeah. I see. And uh, they're also going to be coming with a fast charger in box. That makes sense. <laughs> Uh, the cameras, there are three cameras on the uh, back of the iPhone Pro models. There is a 12 megapixel wide camera, 12 megapixel telephoto camera, and a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera. They also, they also talk about their um, image signal processor, um, and essentially with these three cameras, they, they uh, roughly estimate that you get essentially four opticals, four times optical zoom. It, uh, zoom in really far out or really close in um, about four times uh, the image size so uh, and then they talk about this uh, cool feature which is deep fusion which essentially takes nine images when you take a picture and puts them together to make a very detailed image so it takes a uh, four images before you even hit the su shutter button like it's just constantly like keeping a roll of images in its cache hmm. And then after you hit the shutter button it snaps a few more and gets a long exposure image which allows it to generate uh, a single photo that is super high in detail and I actually have um, saved a little Thought here where they talk about this and show yeah and they show it off keep picturing a flower petal i'm curious to see what they took a picture of i'm like picturing the texture when you see those kinds of in detail pictures hmm. or fruit a lot of times or yeah. using this deep fusion technology. And this kind of an image would not have been possible before. We use machine learning to take this photo in low to medium light, and it's unlike anything possible with an iPhone camera before. So what is, what is it doing? How do we get an image like this? All right, you ready for this? What it does, it shoots nine images. Before you press the shutter button, it's already shot four short images, four secondary images. When you press the shutter button, it takes one long exposure. And then in just one second, the neural engine analyzes the fused combination of long and short images, picking the best among them, selecting <laughs> all the pixels, and pixel by pixel, going through 24 million pixels to optimize for detail and low noise, like you see on the sweater there. It is amazing. This is the first time a neural engine is responsible for generating... What does he mean, a neural things. engine? So that's their um, AI system that they, like the, they're processing... Um, the image processing system that they they have into it so often phones when you take a picture you don't get the raw picture that you take you they they filter it through filters already uh processing things brighten it up contrast it up to make it get the image that you see on your phone you can most phones now uh, allow you to get the raw photo too um, but generally when you take a picture you don't get the uh, picture that the raw image that it, the camera captures the the phone automatically processes it hmm. and uh, they're saying that now uh, this processor 
is allowing it to get so detailed that you you see how it's zoomed in, but there's still no noise, which uh, noise, if you take a lot of pictures at night, you know exactly what noise is. It's the like that kind of like fuzziness, especially when you try to zoom in on a picture yeah. that happens. And uh, here this is uh, this uh, system is allowing it to reduce as, so much noise that you can get super high detail on things and uh, being able to use the different cameras uh, to allow for that to happen. And uh, Deep Fusion is able to put it all together. Um, and then they also mentioned that how all the cameras are paired for smooth transitions so that when you want to transition between the different cameras, you can do the, that very easily. Um, and then this is also what I thought was really cool was uh this app that they're that they announced oh well it's already it is an app that already exists this is an app that already exists but they are going to be updating it with this new these new cameras to take uh, a hold of the features and uh i just thought it was really cool as somebody that likes video stuff um the what what it's capable of doing phone sean baker Welcome, guys. Thank you, Phil. I shot Tangerine on iPhone using Filmic Pro, and I've been working closely with Chris and the Filmic team ever since. Now, every shot has the right lens. As a filmmaker, it's my job to figure out which lens that is. On set, I use a tool called the Director's Viewfinder. It helps me find a frame and choose focal length. Filmmakers have been doing it like this for nearly 75 years. But what if you could use what we're all going to have in our pockets? We're delighted to preview the next version of Filmic Pro. It's going to move filmmaking forward. Let's take a look at the next generation of lens selection. We've divided the viewfinder into individual feeds, visualizing every field of view available on the new iPhone. With the new A13 and the higher sustained performance of the new iPhone, you can shoot with our most complex capture pipeline up to five times longer than before. But now you can shoot with multiple cameras at the same time, giving filmmakers even more options. And I love that because it's totally transformative. With ah. two cameras rolling in Filmic Pro, I get twice as much coverage on the same take, reducing my number of takes and giving me more options in post. To facilitate that, we employ a compound overlay representing the primary and secondary cameras. While both are being recorded simultaneously, I can focus in on my A-frame to compose or back up to see my widest field of view. I'm always excited when I see evolution in filmmaking style and craft, and this multicam feature will give me new creative options for covering scenes, such as how I would approach the traditional shot reverse shot. That's right, Sean. We can even couple this incredible ultra-wide camera with the front-facing camera. This enables me to capture the organic and intimate interaction between two individuals in one unbroken take with a single unobtrusive device. So I can literally take the audience and slap them right in the middle of a conversation. It's not only incredible for narrative storytelling, it will be wonderful for documentaries and journalism as well. The ability to record multiple videos, this amazing sustained performance, and this incredible ultra-wide lens, it's all in one device gonna change this industry. 
the wow. Intel Mix Pro will be available later this year, only in the App Store. Thank you. That is pretty impressive. Yeah, wow. I was like, that's like it's so good. It's so smart, and I'm so glad they chose to spend their engineering time advancing and doing that so you can use both cameras at once to record video. Yeah. That's great. All four cameras. Yeah, like they, it look. Wow. Um, just the multi-cam system, like uh, being able to record like scenes and instead of having to do different shots for different cameras, you have one camera taking all the shots well, at the same both time. Directions. Yeah, like and that then right same thing with yeah with the conversation stuff. That's uh, it's a very very cool smart system, and uh, I I thought it was great. Um, so the iPhone uh, Pros. Oh, did I say how much the iPhone was going for? I don't think so. Okay, but man, so this is uh, the iPhone uh, Eleven was going to be. Oh Let's goodness, did I not it write it down? Uh, you might have to want it enough to look it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I think it was like seven ninety nine, if I remember it correctly, um, in that area for the iPhone. The iPhone, uh, the iPhone Pros are going for uh, nine ninety nine and ten ninety nine for the Pro and Pro Max, and then they said that the eight and uh, the XR. Are going to be dropping to 449 and 599 respectively and then they uh, talked about the apple retail stores they're going to be opening uh back up the fifth ave um apple store their iconic store um in new york City, yeah in yeah. new york and then uh they also said that they're going to be uh having a build your own apple watch station there so that you can build like with the different um, whatever the different bands and things like that you can have a mix and match and then just get your own custom one as you're walking out the door um, and I think that's going to be coming to a lot of the retail spots uh, they also are going to be coming out with a recycling your own old iPhone as credit towards the new iPhone and then they can recycle all the old iPhones and uh, monthly payment plans for iPhones as well so that was the uh, Apple press conference. What did you think? It kind of made me want an iPhone. <laughs> that was pretty, like the recording on multiple videos is really, really cool. And the picture taking, the nine photo compilation, the one very detailed, that, that is cooler than even I, I, I guess I was picturing like they were going to use it in those microscopic kind of shots for that kind of detail, but... I see what they mean, just detail in everyday life kind of pictures. Mm -hmm. And if it's if that that picture was from an iPhone and it I don't know like what if it's just because it's raw or what, but when they can take those and put them up on a billboard without it getting grainy, that's kind of Yeah, it's uh like that picture <laughs> looked really good. Uh even like even just watching it on a ten eighty P monitor. Like it, it, like it just looked really good, and uh, it will be interesting to see once it comes out. With the what, yeah, people with it, yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. 
the average person because there's always a, there's a funny uh, image uh, that video where they were talking about their new um their their app and they were showing just like them using just an iphone with no devices outside of a tripod but there's a, a funny image going around uh, that says like when it when people say that it was shot on iphone it shows like an iphone but in this giant contraption that has like a super like a super lens on it like a, almost a camera lens and so yes it was shot on iphone but they had all these like thousand dollar equipment true added to it yeah um so i like it's hard it's hard to say um if it like i think now people have caught on to that kind of thing so they're well, wise to it so hopefully so hopefully they're that they're not doing it that way anymore. yeah yeah but it's uh, the video part at least it looks yeah, it it looks good, and I I like sixty frames FPS on all the cameras, right? Like that's that, good, yeah. Um, then then they have the four K on all the cameras, which is really cool. Like so we've got our screens upgraded, our 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 refresh. Yeah, the refresh rate. Well, good. actually, they didn't say the refresh rate on, um, and on the iPhones, so. At least good graphics cards, yeah. it sounds like, and a good processor. And then, like you said, with the 4K, it's yeah. just more pixels. 4K, yeah, the, being able to record a 4K video is uh, going to be, the like, the new standard. Right now, 1080p is kind of the standard right now. Most people don't have 4K TVs or laptops or things to watch 4K stuff on. But um, phones most phones are able to record at least on one of their cameras 4k hmm. 30 fps and uh when you say most phones you mean most flagships within the past year yes okay um, that's so, much different than most phones out there in people's pockets that's true uh most phones uh when it comes to the flagship phones are that able are being to. made now yeah okay. yeah i i think in the past four years or so the flagships have been able to record, record 4K. 4K. Um, it's like it. Okay. Um, that makes reasonable. And uh, but most of the time they're only on the back, the back main camera. Mm -hmm. Being able to do it on all the cameras, uh, even and the front camera having a 12 megapixel instead of the usual seven or eight megapixel. The watch also. also. Sorry, I just remembered the watch. The watch is that was also good. really cool, and um, their little heart yanking video was it was good. I yeah. liked it. And yeah. They're doing the research. That I mean, I, that's what makes the watch really worth it. Is when you do the research behind that kind of technology. Because why would you have? Why would you want a watch that kind of detects your heartbeat, but not really? Because if you're gonna bother knowing. You wanna know. Yeah, you uh, like uh, being able to not just because most like the most uh, watches they have the heart rate monitor for when you're doing fitness. Um, but I don't know of many of them that use it as like a, a cautionary measure. Uh, yeah, to a let you know, yeah, or, yeah, if your irregular heartbeat and things like that. So. Um, I think that is actually one of the few things that Apple is on the forefront of. Most of these things, they are just taking what's already old and revamping it to something really cool. So uh, night mode, 
we like yeah. we've had night mode for a while on android yeah. but the idea of night mode is it takes a, a lot of pictures um in very and tries to def take the light um and make it and brighten it up uh using the software right that's how night mode works is it stacks pictures on uh, on top of each other to figure out like the best lighting for the different angles and things like that um then the uh um oh and use a long exposure i'm pretty sure too and then also the same thing with the zoom in feature now on pixels they the zoom in also will take several shots to try to make it so that it looks better than uh just zooming in with the camera usually you get a lot of artifacting and noise that they they uh talk about when you're zooming in and uh so apple takes that concept and then and then uh just uh adds it to their system and then makes it even better when it comes to that whole dynamic uh, uh what was it called the uh deep sense or oh it was um... on here yeah deep image processor and uh so i thought a uh, really good press conference at uh the google pixel 4 has a lot to uh try to reach for because uh right now apple looks like it it's leading the pack uh as new phones come and that's even saying something after the note came out and the note was pretty high highly praised i think that apple apple still uh the features in this um outdo the the gimmicky features that the note has hmm. all right yeah well that's uh this week's podcast thanks everyone for watching uh thank uh wow yeah uh if you're listening on youtube please subscribe and uh we will see you next week Good one.